Welcome to QSR Nation, your weekly dose of food service marketing tips and business strategies for success. Here's your hosts, Josh Anderson, Beth Oots, and Anthony Pierce from the PFS Brands National Headquarters. Welcome back to QSR Nation with Josh, Beth, and Tony as we continue our discussion with Carrie Luxem about restaurant HR techniques. What are some ways to improve your soft people skills? I know that's a that's a big, big topic, but um, yeah. to become a better leader, how you can know, you do that? It's, it is a big topic, but I think it's a really important one. And I think, you know, as restaurateurs or business owners or managers, it's so important to build relationships. Relationships are at the core of leadership. And so some people, you know, this is one of the questions that people don't want to, how do I do that? Like build relationships? You know, I mean, it does take effort to do that. And I think we talked about this a little bit earlier, but first and foremost, if you're interested in building relationships, if you're leading, you should be, you've got to be authentic. You know, I I have met, you know, you, you don't take a chef that's serious and, and, you know, introverted and try to make him extroverted and charismatic. You know, be who you are and the right people will be inspired by you. So I think that's the first step uh, in building relationships is really understanding who you are and staying true to that. When I started uh, in my career at Potbelly, I was, the first few years, I had fun. I was trying to be everything to everybody and I didn't have my own, I didn't really understand who I was to be and I was trying to please everyone and it was really chaotic you know so but you just have to this is who I am and I'm going to be that and and uh it, it works out much better that way I am a believer and I preach a lot about this about being positive you know and it's really easy to be positive when things are going really great but when you don't have the right amount of staff and you're stressed out and your sales are down it's hard to stay positive but you've got to train yourself to do that and uh you know it just makes a world of difference if you can if you can train yourself to stay positive uh in the high and the low times um and then um you know i think uh, you know, and we talked about this too, but with show, showing that you care, you know, and, and that seems like such an obvious one, but so many people think that they show they care, but they're running around and they're busy and they forget those little things to do to show they care. I mean, and, and again, these don't have to be large, expensive gifts to your team. And quite honestly, those are the things, those are nice and people like to get things, but those aren't the things that matter. It's really about being nice to people every day, recognizing different uh, things that are happening in lives. Again, graduating, having a baby, getting married, celebrated a year with your company, uh, you know, just really taking an interest in your people or in the people around you. Uh, being available is is really important way to show you care. I mean, there's nothing worse than going into, uh, you know, a restaurant and seeing the leadership in there and they're just on their phones behind the line and sitting down on their computer and they're just not really focused on, uh, you know, giving the attention to people. So you've definitely got to do that. Um, and then, you know, I think in terms of showing you care, it's really important to be uh, super direct and honest with people. So this one is uh, this one is really hard for people. And I think there is so much power in being very, very direct and honest 
even when it's so, so hard to do it. And I think that is integrity. And, and uh, you know, it's hard to do because I think people don't have the confidence in themselves and they're afraid of hurting someone's feelings. Uh, but ultimately, when you tell someone the truth, it really does help them. And most of the time, they actually like the feedback. So I think just being really honest and direct is, uh, is so, so important in building relationships. Um, you know, so, so making sure that you're doing that. And again, just being, uh, you know, being kind and respectful and everybody should be treated that way, in my opinion. Even when you have an underperformer, it's really about how you approach it and uh, that, you, that you approach things in the, you know, with, with the concern for them to improve or be better, not approaching it like, how can I get this person out of my company? Obviously, there's going to be those people that don't make it and that you need to get rid of, but, uh, but just really have a genuine interest in helping people uh, improve is, is certainly important. Um, you know, so that's it. In terms of soft skills, I mean, uh, focusing on building relationships, we just talked about like focusing on, uh, managing the conflicts, which is, is really hard for people. I think, um, you know, being a really skilled problem solver, uh, we've noticed, I've noticed uh, over a course of, I don't know, last few years, a lot of people that we work with, they're waiting for somebody to, you know, come up with the, the solution for them. And it, it, there's, a, you know, there's a lot of power in really getting good at being a problem solver. I mean, I have a small team and I make sure that's one of the qualities that I need. Somebody that is going to have the um, ability to take a problem and fix it, you know? And mm -hmm. I think that oftentimes people don't have, they don't have, they don't think they have the tools, but it's really, it's a mindset. You've got to figure out how to, um, how to solve problems. You know, there, and there's a, you know, obviously that can be a confidence you know, uh, level issue from the team, but sometimes, you know, going back to the leadership time, you know, or but, uh, I can't talk now, the leadership aspect, you know, it yeah. can also be sometimes intimidating from that leader, you know, to want to speak up because, you know, you, your team maybe has good ideas, they have things they can push yep. in, but if those aren't received well from a leadership standpoint, you know, you, all you're doing really is hurting your company because you could have problems that are fixable from your team members who are capable of doing that, but they're afraid to maybe speak up. Yeah. Yep. And it's so important as the leader, the manager, that you make people feel comfortable. And then when they say something that you don't agree with or don't like, it's how you respond to it. I think that's so, so important. Yeah. We, we, um, learned, we learned here that looking at someone directly and saying you're wrong uh, is, is not the way to handle that. And I continue to apologize Anthony. for Beth. <laughs> you knew it was me. That was awesome. <laughs> I'm getting to know you guys. You've really brought to light uh, a lot of issues that we've had. <laughs> they're all just looking at me. You, know? you talk about you know, being direct and, you know. And, and, Not uh, having so much confidence. Yeah. Okay, so Beth and Tony, let me tell you how to manage conflict. <laughs> <laughs> so being a problem solver, you know, expect difficult people like Anthony. You've got to expect that they're I going love to this be. lady. <laughs> yeah, but no, there, there's always going to be intense people. No matter what, and when you get really Write good at, yes, when you get really good and hone your skills at, at, at managing those people, um, and sometimes, you know, they're just, people are really intense, but they're, 
that's not a bad thing. I mean, if somebody is outright mean or, you know, or inappropriate in some way, that's different. But if somebody's intense and I've learned to love that, I didn't always love it. I used to get very intimidated by operators that were, you know, really aggressive or whatever, but I've really learned to manage that. But I think expecting that and getting really good at managing those intense people or those negative people will definitely help you in, you know, soft skills. So, you know, definitely doing that. And when it comes to managing conflict, you know, a, a lot of people that, you know, I'll do trainings and things like that and, and operators will say, listen, I I know it's important to tell people the reality. I just don't know how to do it. I don't know how to get started. And I think a lot of times, as kind of silly as it sounds, it's like having a conversation starter with uh, the person that you have to give feedback to. And it could even be something like, hey, listen, it's just being brutally honest. Hey, Anthony, I'm I'm really, I got to tell you, I'm really uncomfortable having to give you this feedback, but I think it's really important that you hear it so you can make improvements or whatever it may be. And so... So it puts somebody at ease that they understand something is coming and I'm a little uncomfortable with it. And then why is it important? I think giving the why on these things is so important, but you have to give people the truth, you know, and it's, you know, it's, it's a lot of times when conflict is happening, people are worried about who's going to win. <laughs> you know, it's not about right. winning. It's, you know, it's not about who's right or wrong. It's, it's really about make having a resolution you know and if you're a true leader doesn't get real focused on being right you know it's not about being right it's about fixing the problems if you're working in a company we're all working towards the same goals we want to have a successful brand and so if we can have differences of opinions you've got to be open-minded uh you've got to remain calm anthony okay <laughs> <laughs> beth, beth is like your gigantic fan now you're, you're like her her idol i'm fan girl i'm fan girling right now <laughs> She's like, wow, this is like free therapy. Watch out, Pitbull. I'm for, for, now. Yeah, our, our therapy I session for a million people to listen to. So. That's great. Oh, that's too funny. Okay, so I mean, we talked about the initial question was uh, improving, you know, the people skills. And I think we talked about building relationships and the importance of managing conflict. And I think like the third one I'll talk about really is focusing as an individual on learning and growing every day. You know, it's, I put effort into figuring out how I can learn and, uh, you know, grow and evolve as a leader, as a manager every single day. And so how do you do those things? I mean, there are so many things that you can do. I mean, you can read. I'm not a big pick up a huge book and read it, but I read a lot of posts. Uh, I read a lot of articles. Uh, of course, I write a lot of articles, but the way I write them is I read a lot of little things and stuff like that. So I think, you know, the world just filled, especially with social media, and, and there's so much information out there. There's so many amazing leaders, uh, some that are, you know, that are, um, you know, kind of celebrities or whatever, and some are that are a little more low-key, but really uh, learning from others in that way has been really great. You know, I tell people that want to grow as leaders, obviously you have to do things that, that you step out of your comfort zone. That's when you grow. You know, if you are really uh, doing things that scare you, that's how you grow. And I have come to love, love, love this. When I first started doing video, doing videos, oh gosh, you guys, I was so scared. I don't know what it was. I just couldn't 
wrap my brain around getting in front of a camera and doing that. So it took me some time, but I just decided I'm just going to do it. And I just continually evolve. I look at some of the videos I did at first. They are so bad. (laughs) So, so, so bad. But, you know, I continually learn and grow. I'm a believer to do what you're really good at naturally, like focus on your strengths. I'm not going to try to be, I'm not going to focus on something that I would absolutely hate to do, but it's really about, uh, breaking free from your comfort zone and doing things that are going to push the limits for you every day. I am a believer too. Uh, if you want to grow as a person, you got to surround yourself with the right people. And, you know, your friends, social media. I do a really good job of uh, removing really negative people in my life. You know, and again, that doesn't mean people with different opinions that are, I, I love that. I love intense. People, I don't. A lot of people in my life are very, very um, introverted and serious. My husband and I are the most opposite people you'll ever meet. He never talks. He's very introverted. He's a very serious guy. Um, but and I learn a ton, you know, from him. So I think, but really choosing who you're going to surround yourself with is really important. So I mean, there's just so many things that you can do to learn and grow and challenge yourself volunteering, you know, doing things, uh, again, that are just going to expose you to different things and help you learn and grow. So soft skills, uh, people skills, not as much focus on that when you're learning, when you're in school, you know, you learn how to do your job, you learn how to, you know, or even in the restaurant world, you learn how to how to, you know, run an operation, but you don't focus as heavily on building relationships and how exactly do you manage conflict and how do I learn and grow every single day as a leader? And I think the emphasis needs to be put on those things and practiced and talked about and incorporated into your daily routines and your manager meetings and things. And, you know, things will start to improve. I really like that part about learning. And that's even like when we produced our, you know, the QSR Nation podcast. If you're, if it was a little bit scary, obviously to put out there to begin with, but Right. If it's not scary when you're making change or innovation, then it's probably not big enough anyway. Yep. Yeah, right. Absolutely love that. Thank you. Yeah. See, mark it down. Josh was right. <laughs> you get the point. <laughs> Got a mic drop moment there. Yes, that's there right. Walk away. <laughs> so, do you guys have any other questions for Carrie? Well, I, I do actually have a, a kind of a summarization of kind of things we've talked about there's I know a couple of different you know thoughts that are seem to be very popular in managing people and I know we've talked you know very heavily about you know kind of how we do it how you know you recommend doing it how you do it yourself um, with the uh, you know the more of the, the the building up the encouragement you know the, the accolades you know at work you know to, to let folks know that they are important you know but there's a lot of folks out there that believe you know uh, get your praise at home you know, this, you're here to do a job, you're here to do this. I mean, for, for those folks that may be listening, I mean, what what would be, you know, your advice for, for that kind yeah. of a hard stance? Get your praise off. Yeah. Uh, how's it working for you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's it working for you? If you're in a restaurant that you have people, you know, he, he, the truth is if you are, I work with plenty of restaurateurs that do not pat on the back, that are not necessarily over the top and you don't have to be but if if it works for them and they have an amazing team and they're loyal and 
keep going with it. You're who you are. You're loyal. Nobody wants to work for somebody who isn't true to themselves. And now, if you're a person that's absolutely annoyed by people and you don't want to pat them on their back, but they need that, you need to find somebody. You can still be the restaurateur, and, but you've got to find somebody that will do that. And I will tell you, nine times out of ten, people want to come to work. It doesn't need to be completely over the top, but they want to feel cared about in, in at some level. They want to be told, who doesn't like to be told, you have done a great job? Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to hear that. And why wouldn't you want to do that in your workplace? I am a believer. It is really hard to separate business and personal. For me, it's all the same. I, I'm a good person at home. I'm a good person at work. I want to make people feel good. If it's going to benefit you and, uh, you know, it's just a good way to be, why wouldn't you want to tell people they're doing a great job? And, and again, I, I talked to you guys a little earlier about how the difference is between my husband and me. When my husband tells someone they're doing a good job, it probably means a lot more to them than when I say it because I do say it a lot. He says it very rarely. So it's, but it works for him how he does it, you know, and, and uh, so long as he has so long as it's working for him, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, if somebody were standing in front of me and said, I don't believe in doing that, I don't believe that I need to pat people on their backs or tell them that they're great or I don't have to, you know, be so focused on creating a happier restaurant, I would just say, great, do you have a team that you're satisfied with? Are you happy? Are you thriving? Is your restaurant successful? I would guess that most of the time it would be no. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah, not, yeah. but um, but really... Uh, people, and this hasn't changed. This isn't a millennial thing, in my opinion. This isn't uh, a generational thing. When I was 15, when I was 20, when I was 25, when I was 30, when I was 35, I'll stop there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to feel like I was a part of something special. I wanted to feel a part of a great team. I wanted to be recognized for my efforts and for the great things that I have done. And most of the people that I know like to feel that way, you know? So uh, I, I would say it, it, it's, 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 a, it's a positive thing, not a negative thing. Now, if things are not going well and somebody isn't great or your team isn't, there's no need to try to make it seem like it through the things you say if it's not true. But as the coach of your restaurant, as the leader, it's your job to get a stellar team. So, you know, and if you look at the sports coaches, every one of these coaches, they're different. Some of them are yellers and screamers, and some of them not saying that I think that's okay in the restaurant. But some of them, they have different strategies and different plays and different tactics to get their team to, quote, win the game. And so it's the same thing is true uh, out there in the world of business or the world of restaurants is you've got to figure out how you can build an amazing restaurant, run a great operation, have the best people possible and you know and and make money and grow your brand or whatever your goals are and you've got to figure out how it's going to work for you exactly i mean you're spending the majority of your time every single week with their people that you're working with so set yourself up with the right team and the right people so that way no matter what you have a happy environment that's going to be productive and a very successful time absolutely and you know uh Employees, just like customers, you don't. You have to adapt your style. Like a, a customer, you don't say and act the same exact way to every single customer that comes into your restaurant. You don't do the same thing either with employees. People have different needs. I might need something a little different than Anthony, you know, in terms of what I, I you know, how I'm led or what you say to me or what I need out of this job. 
Uh, but you've got to figure that out. You've got to figure out what motivates each person on your team and then how to get everybody to work together. Again, it's not easy, but easy is so boring. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I just want to thank you so much uh, for your time with us today and also congratulate you again um, on the, the book that's coming out. So. Thank you so much. Um, we, we really appreciate the, what you're doing in the industry and for taking the time to speak with us uh, today on QSR Nation. If anybody's got other questions for you or anything, where can they reach out to you at? Uh, I can be reached on LinkedIn, and um, my website is carryluxem.com. So those would be the t- best two ways to, to find me. Awesome. awesome, and everybody for sure, March 20th, it's the Restaurant Operators HR Playbook. Be sure to look, uh, look it up and... Buy a copy. Buy several copies. <laughs> and Thank if, you for that. <laughs> and if anybody has any questions for us, they can reach out to us at QSRNation at PFSBrands.com. And please subscribe to the podcast on PFSBrands.com slash podcast. Carrie, once again, for all three of us, a huge thank you. Thank you, guys. And for all the listeners today, for Josh, Beth, and Tony, we'll talk to you next week. Stop by next week for another QSR Nation episode or visit PFSBrands.com.